Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah. Uh, that happened uh, yesterday. Charlie uh, had made the decision that he was uh, in his best interest to move on, and uh, he thought about it for a day and uh, confirmed it today, but presented it yesterday. It's Kyle Whittingham on the timeline of Charlie Brewer's decision to transfer. PK is the keeper of the records. Did he beat Jack Tuttle's record? He got out of here earlier, didn't he? Yeah. He's a new record holder. Yeah, the other one was October because I remember it very well. I'm trying to enjoy the Jimmy Buffett concert, and I'm getting texts. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, literally, during the show. I was wasted away again in Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and everything has to be tied into music. We'll always remember the new record then as the 21st day of September. This is well, an Earth, Wind, and Fire transfer. The 20th. That he did it. He, uh, he thought about it, no, but no, he presented no. it. No, he was gone. Okay, then you've got to go with... I don't know, I, I, I the look day at before it. the song to hook the date in uh, memory. I go two days before the Kiss concert tonight, and believe me, my face is going to be painted by 10.15. Sweet. <laughs> Please put a photo out on because social media. I was made for loving you. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you out there. <laughs> you going? Considering it. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Face paint? So, no. Oh, come on. Well, you, I'm going to paint my face and not go. I've painted my face once in my life, and I never want to do that again. Why? What happened? You break out? It's just impossible to get off. You freak out. Le Chic. The way I look at it, it's Brewer is in keeping with the motto, all in as long as I'm in. Yeah, right. Yeah. All in and you're in the way. All in and could the offensive line get in the way and protect me? (laughs) I'm all in as long as I'm in. Once I'm not in, I'm out. Yeah, we can discuss this. I mean, they've got to stop this madness. It must cease. This is just madness. Stop the madness. Who did all those infomercials and made a ton of money? What was her name? Stop the madness. Uh, Joyce Bulafonte? No. I don't remember. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Cam Rising's the starter. Jaquindon Jackson is the backup. And the Utes are taking on Washington State Saturday. Buckle up. That's the plan. Oh, they're going to roll. Question of the day all about Charlie Brewer, and we will get to that next. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Jackson Dart did not practice Tuesday. The former Roy Royal, the former Corner Canyon Charger, had a knee injury in the 45-14 win at Washington State. Got hit early on. Looped through the rest of the game, but now he's missing practice. Keenan Slovis took first-team reps. He had a neck injury, left the game. That's why Dart got to play. Dante Williams would not discuss Dart's status, saying, Shoot, I hope he's here tomorrow, so we'll see. I know he just wasn't here today. Shoot. Shoot! I'd say pass. I always like it, you know, when the kids, you know, when they go to a school... We talk about college being a first and foremost an academic endeavor, as Charlie, ah. Charlie Brewer approved. 
And then you look at it and you see Jackson Dart, Roy, Utah. Well, wait a second here. He played way down there. <laughs> and then, you know, there used to be when Cottonwood, that one dude was pumping all that money in. Kids yeah. were Glendale. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> oh. Kids from East, kids from West, kids Sky from Murray. Right had guys from Magno on the team. Good for them. It's all about winning. Learn it. You learn it in youth football, and life is for winners. Losers get trampeded. Stampeded. You're trampeded? Trampeded That's over. where you get on a trampoline and people walk they all over trampeded you? Trampeded over. <laughs> yes, they do. So, well, I hope he's healthy, man. I'd love to see him get out there because he looked great. And, uh, but if he can't go, he can't go. Sucks for him. But he'll, he'll have his day. That's the great thing about it. He That kid doesn't have to throw another pass the rest of the year. And he'll be anointed the starter next year as long as uh, Slovis goes to the NFL or transfers. Maybe a transfer to Utah. Hmm. Let's get our seventh one-and-done quarterback. <laughs> Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud will practice this week. He's on track to start Saturday against Akron despite a lingering injury to his throwing shoulder. Well, it's Akron, so who cares? Right. And the head coach says they got second and third stringers who could see time. So... And after that, they open Big Ten play against Rutgers. So they got a couple weeks to get this straightened out. 3-0 Rutgers. Greg Schiano working his magic again. The pride of Jersey. Rutgers uh, corners, uh, Max Melton and Chris Long have been suspended. Paintball incident, I Yes, paintball gun incident, according to head coach Greg Schiano. That's too bad because they're playing at Michigan, so they're not going to experience that phenomenal mm-hmm. setting. The big house. Mm-hmm. Been there. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. We're role models, so if you're going to do something, do it within the rules. You know, get up and, and, and do your, 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 your ball drop. You know, do your dab or your dance or whatever. But don't do it towards somebody. You know, don't, don't step over somebody and, and drag your leg over somebody. That's what we're trying to prevent. You can do all, I mean, guys intercept it, run all the way down to the other end zone. That's fine. Okay, those things, you know, we're not trying to stop the players from having fun. We're just trying to make sure we don't end up with a brawl on our hands. That's Ron Rivera right there, Washington's coach on the NFL's taunting rules. You know, in the NBA, they used to always have a point of emphasis when the season started, and then there's a big deal, and then six weeks in, it seemed to have faded away. Isn't that where this is going? I mean, right now, the taunt, the dropping flags on, I think it was eight guys got flagged for it. That isn't going to last, is it? It's going to be a big deal for a month, and it's just going to Well, how about the players away. don't do it? It could happen. There's no need for it. Uh, that's the way I look at it. I'm right on in accordance with Rivera. You can, you can do the jitterbug and do everything you want to do. The jitterbug? Yeah. Just do it away from the players, the, the opponents. It's very simple. It's not that hard. NFL injury reports. Ben Roethlisberger left pectoral injury. Mike Tomlin says he doesn't know how it happened. Big Ben was sacked twice by the Raiders. Houston Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor on injured reserve hamstring injury suffered Sunday in the loss to Cleveland. Davis Mills will be the team starter Thursday night. That is a Stanford kid. Broncos outside linebacker Bradley Chubb. Arthroscopic surgery to move a bone spur in his left ankle. He left last week's game against Jacksonville. Expected to go on injury reserve in this seven, eight weeks. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. 
Ben Simmons will not report for the training camp with the Philadelphia 76ers. He reportedly intends to not play for them again. That's the latest Woj bomb right there. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, reporting Simmons wants to trade out of Philly. Has told management he's got no plans to wear an NBA uniform again until he's moved to a new team. And he reportedly has not spoken with anyone from the team for weeks. Yawn. <laughs> you don't care where he goes? He's not that good. You, so you, if you, you don't have the game to do this. And he signed for three more years. He's a fine player. Four more years. But he doesn't have the game to do this. He's not, not, there's going to be no team when we got to get Ben Simmons. We get Ben Simmons. That's changing everything. That's like uh, the Lakers getting Shaq or something. I don't see it. Miami or Cleveland the second time around getting LeBron. Not even close. Slated to make $33 million this year. And he does have four years to go on that deal. So if you trade for him... Well, I'd let him Take sit him. out. See if he, see if he'll. Oh do yeah, it. be fun. Yeah, yeah I know. See yeah. if he'll do it. You can talk you really all you want now. You know, you can walk away from all that money. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just okay, fine. You got. We'll, we'll just let you sit here for four years. I mean, what are you gonna get back for him? I mean, with the rules, you got to take back a bunch of money. Yeah, and so you can get a bunch of spare parts. Spare parts are a dime a dozen. Why do I need to pay thirty-three million for him? Hope there's spare parts for a shorter contract deal so you're not paying him uh, $40 million in four years. Because that is what you're going to get. Spare parts, but maybe on shorter deals. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Oh, one pitch. He swings, hits a ground ball up the middle. That's a base hit. Rux will turn third, and he will head for the plate. He will score. It's a pinch hit run scoring single for Albert Pujols and career hit number 3,300. The pitch, fastball, swung on, and a looping liner over the head of Tatis. Into shallow left, base hit, heading home is belt. Here comes the throw, the tag, save. Need a hit here from JT. Swung on, punched down the right field line. It's got a chance. Santander on the run. He leaps out. He can't get it. It's a base hit. One run is home. Harper's coming around third. They're waving him to the plate. The throw is late. They've won it. Phillies win on a two-run triple in the 10th inning. They beat the Orioles 3-2. The Phillies are three games behind the Braves in the East. Braves beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-1. So... Keeping that lead, they're down about, uh, well, the Braves have 13 games to go. So into the final two weeks of the season here. Still sitting on that three-game lead. Here the Dodgers win on pool holes, driving in the winning run in the 10th inning. They were uh, they were in Colorado, and there were a lot, of, a lot of Dodger fans there, PK. That was a big crowd in Denver. So you watched it, huh? Only a little bit. Flipped over <laughs> during the Padre game in between innings. Padres hit four homers, got a lead, and the Giants down 4-1, rallied for a 6-5 win in the ninth. So they hold that lead over the Dodgers at one game. Cardinals now four games clear in the wild card race. Yeah, this is their longest win streak in 2,000 years. <laughs> They've got 10 in a row now. At exactly the right time. Pull it away. Got a little, uh, got a, lead, a little lead here built up with 12 games to go now. They're in good shape. Shohei Otani hit his 45th home run of the season. Astros beat the Angels 10-5. 
The Astros' uh, magic number dwindling away. It's a matter of time till they clinch that uh, American League West. They're eight games clear of Seattle and Oakland, so they are good to go. Bees wrap up their series with the Reno Aces. They lose 19-4. Yikes. Bees will open a series against the Sacramento Rivercats tomorrow. 635 at Smith's Ballpark. There's the headlines. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Riley Jensen, College Football Insider, will join us at 8 o'clock. B.J. Reigns, Boise State B-Rider for the Idaho Press Tribune at 9 o'clock. And next, we will have the question of the day. Charlie Brewer transfers out of Utah after three games. Shouldn't they be done with upperclassmen transfer quarterbacks? We'll hit that next. Grab your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic. You can send us your take. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 10.30 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's Hot Takes or Toast. It's brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Question today, Charlie Brewer transfers out of Utah after three games. Shouldn't they be done with upperclassmen transfer quarterbacks? And immediately, we get Dustin, the best bad golfer. No! Defiant, no. Yeah, I disagree. Although, if you keep trying, maybe you'll hit on one. Hmm. If you hit on one, is that a reason to keep trying? So you're well, 0 for 2. If, you go uh, 1 for 3. You're hitting 333. I mean, they're a pretty good average. They're, they're more than 0 for 2. I'm joking. I mean, they're Kendall Thompson. I mean, they've had several. I'm just saying the last two years, really. I just don't think it's the way to go for the Utes. But I got I to hand it to you, man. You were right. About what? You said it on Monday. About what? You, you called it. <laughs> about what? <laughs> you a parrot? <laughs> you called about it, About what? About you, what? You got to be higher. You, you, gotta, you can't. No parrot talks like this. You, you nailed it. You said it. And what Monday. would that be? You said I should have told Kyle to start Cam, Cam Rising. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you were right. I got that one right. <laughs> when you heard he quit, did you think, oh, no. That blowhard no, hard is just going to dance on my grave. No. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> he was 15-15 in the spring game, and look what he did to Weaver. Uh-huh. I almost told the Oct to get that clip, but I thought, eh, I bury him so much. I think at the end of the clip it's I say, being or right. is just Weaver so in the spring benevolent. game. It's hard being right all the time. You're just going to leave that part out, though. Well, I gave Frank two choices. It could have been 5,000 for 5,000 in the spring game. Who cares? He wasn't good enough. The Sugar Bowl. Who cares? Gremlins down in Round Rock, Texas, or wherever the crap he grew up. Who cares? 
It's here. It's now. I just don't think going out and getting somebody, bringing them in, they're not team-first guys. We've seen it now. One guy transfers after five games, which was the entirety of the season, and the other guy transfers after three games. We've also seen freshmen tra- transfer after That's five fine. Or six games. That's fine. Bring in Cam Rising is a transfer. But don't bring in these one-and-done guys. That's what I'm saying. There's a huge difference. There can be, yes. There is. It's not can be. There is. All quarterbacks are... Are candidates to transfer if every not player and every coach is a candidate to get a better job if he's good enough. That and, and if you get out of your out of your bed in the morning and you get in a car, you're a candidate to get in a crash. I mean, those are yeah. You're looking for guarantees. You're not going to find them. So if a quarterback's in the in the portal and he wants to come to your school, and you think he's better than the guys you've got, you shouldn't take him. I agree. Well, now you've conflicted yourself. <laughs> You you love to try to paint me into. I just don't think you can go with an absolute on this. I do. Okay. Fine. That's I mean, not you, your way. If you Absolutes don't have, don't exist in your life. That's fine. If you don't, if you don't have enough quarterbacks and you need then depth. recruit quarterbacks. There's plenty of them out there. And this, these guys them. come in and they're all in. Until as they, long as they're, they're in. in. Right. And if so I'm you the guy wasted all this time, all of August, three games, you gave all these reps to a kid the second you benched him. He didn't even wait two days, gone. and he was gone. And now he's in Texas, bad-mouthing your program. I don't know that, but... And, and, and this that idea doesn't take of, much imagination. Okay, uh, but I don't know that. Okay. If you do, so be it. I, I don't know it. I haven't talked to it, but he's okay. got to be okay. thinking, the O-line sucks, the receivers aren't very good, but I lost my job. This blows, I'm transferring. Okay, fine, whatever. I mean, he's gone now, so... Uh, go. There's What I'm saying as far as transfers, if you need to go that route, there's plenty of younger guys. But these guys, when they see the writing on the wall, not that I necessarily blame them. I'm just talking about what's good for the program. They're going to the next thing. He can go. Yeah. It's not four games yet. Right, uh, so he's got the, the red shirt. rule is right. there, right. and he can take another shot at another school next just year. Just like Bentley did last yeah. year, and, and this kid has done this year. Go get a younger guy. If you want transfers, there's plenty of transfers. And Kyle said it yesterday. I asked him point blank, stood right next to him, asked him about it. He said there, there are plenty of them. I'm paraphrasing, but you can go listen to it. It's on our website. Before, he's talked about there's so many people in the transfer portal, there aren't landing places for all of them. There's no shortage. Then go land some more if if that's what you need. And I realize younger guys are going to transfer out. Tuttle is the primary example, and Shelley left too. Uh, They want to switch him or whatnot. And and they've got a slew of transfers and quarterbacks that have left the program. The one year they, they signed three quarterbacks. And uh, Cox and Manning and some other kid, and I don't think any of them ever started a game. They all three left. That's just the way it is. I understand all that. But I'm talking about this specific type of player. Because this specific type of player is only staying if, if he he's playing. Right. Because the clock is running out, and they're chasing a dream that they're not, not going, going to, to achieve. Get. Right. 
Well, he we wants all do to it. go to the NFL. He's yeah. a smaller guy. Yeah. We know what the NFL thinks of smaller quarterbacks. Right. They practically just dismiss him out of hand without barely looking at him. I mean, they will, but man, you're going to be one in a thousand yeah, playing I mean, in the they're, league they're, at that size. Yeah, there's, a, yeah, there's a Drew Brees out there, right? Uh, but you know, so what? Uh, I, I I I look at you know if you're a big time program, you can go with a Justin Fields. You can go with a Joe Burrow and those types of players. I just don't know. At the level of program that Utah is, which is a very high level, but it's not at that other level. It's not level. the LSU, Ohio State, yeah. Georgia level. Yeah. So don't compare yourself right. with how they've landed transfer quarterbacks. Right. Right. So I would put them over there. What's best for your program? And to hear this, you know, and I'm hearing all oh, Utah's where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah, well, uh, Tyler Huntley isn't dying. In the NFL. Yeah. So it's not true. Collecting the paycheck. You can say all that, but it's not true. It just isn't. He's in the NFL today as we speak. And he had an awesome senior year. He absolutely did. And he developed. And you look at the philosophy of Utah's program is get in the program, do what we tell you, we'll develop you, and away you go. And two years ago, what did they have? Eight, I think they had eight guys off the defense that are now in the NFL. I think they had six guys uh, drafted, and then Bernard and Gidry were free agents who made teams, right? I don't know where G- Gidry is. It was was it Jets? I'm not sure, but I know Bernard's with the Cowboys and the other guys. And they had two guys, two guys who were seniors that year, who basically were not full time starters until their senior year: Cody Barton and Burgess. And they both get drafted on the second day. That's Utah's program. That's who they are. And they're phenomenal at that. They don't run around getting all these great four- and five-star rankings. They're recruiting rankings. They're one of the programs that if you go by that recruiting ranking, which they'll tell you they don't, We've had numerous conversations with those people over the years on that. Well, whatever their recruiting ranking is, they supersede it with the talent on the field. It's clear. It is obvious, yes. Yeah. If it were recruiting ranking, they would have kept rolling out 4-8 and 5-7. and, five and seven. Right. So now you're going to go the game's most critical position and go against everything your program is about. Doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I never put my hand in the dirt. I never had hat on hat. I eat chocolate chip ice cream. I don't do a chip block. (laughs) And chocolate chip cookies. What about mint chip? I I hate mint. Absolutely hate mint. Disgusting. So there's a lot of good points that you make there. Every single one of them. They've developed one NFL quarterback. Lots of quarterbacks have struggled. There's probably multiple reasons Which for Which is it. even more reason one, not to do this. One is that you know Kyle went through a lot of offensive coordinators, so how much do you develop when that voice is changing all the time? Now you've got a consistent voice there. Maybe that can help. The guy who recruited Tyler Huntley, who's the one outlier, isn't recruiting for the U anymore. Dennis Erickson's gone. And he landed him. And Erickson, that guy, that guy picked some pretty good skill players over the course of his career, and he had some awfully good quarterbacks over the course then of his career. Then hire him back to go recruit. I agree. <laughs> hire someone who can identify quarterbacks and receivers, because clearly for all of the staff's successes, and you just listed a bunch of them, and they're real, and they should not be dismissed, but identifying quarterbacks and receivers is not a strength of this staff. 
And maybe it comes down to a version of your, I never put my hands in the dirt. You got a linebacker, you got a safety, uh, you got another uh, linebacker. I mean, they, they don't have quarterbacks in the staff. They don't have guys who know that position. It is unique in the game. Okay, fine. If that's your big issue, go do that. Um, but they, they've got a great football program. It's not like it's broken by any stretch. I mean, they're not going to have world beaters. They had eight guys off the defense playing the NFL. What do you want, eight guys off the offense from the same team? Yes, that is what people want. <laughs> for the U of U. And that turns you into Ohio State, Georgia, <laughs> yeah. and LSU, and you pay a phenomenal amount of money for that. Yeah. And they don't have that budget, right. and they don't have the tradition, and all those teams exist in recruiting hotbeds, and possibly next to... An elite recruiting hotbed. I mean, hey, if you, yeah, Louisiana has Salt a lot. Lake City, eight hours away from uh, anywhere. Right. Louisiana has a <laughs> lot of players, and they're next to Texas, who has even you more. Can, you can I go know. throw a net in Florida and be back by three o'clock to teach your kid how to hit the deuce. Thank you, Urban. Right? Those are facts. So let's understand what this program is about. I mean, I'm hearing all this negative around the program. That's a bunch of BS program is disciplined that joke of a program in tempe all we did is listen to the whistle blow and watch the yellow <laughs> flag bro. Hey, that, was, that was, was awful there were only four flags on that drive that was a, a, well throughout the game they lead they're <laughs> 129th out of 130 in penalties so they don't lead that is an absolute embarrassment is that what you want absolutely not it's year no way after to year and every time they lose i get these people around here who have my number how about the devils Monson being the latest. Yeah. I don't ever hear when they win, but, you know, as soon as they lose. How about, have you been watching the last 40 years? You want that? And every five or six years, you just change over coaches and think the next guy is going to be the difference? No, because then you'd be Utah basketball. Utah fans are already going through that. So, and to say this is a place where quarterbacks go to die, that's not true. It's just that you have to look at their football program. They're not going to be great at every position. And sure. for those reasons you said before yeah. you read it, you're right. They have all these defensive experts. So where are they outstanding? Defense. Yeah. And it's not a birthright. For all the fire Kyle crowd, Like when Kyle's gone, do you think the Utah defense is going to be awesome? I'll give you a definite maybe. I don't know. I know. Right. Exactly. But right now we know. Yeah. It's going to be good again. They're going to have more NFL guys because he knows how to identify and develop them. Yeah, I don't recall but, a parade when Devin Lloyd committed, do you? <laughs> I don't either. What is he's this bonafide stud? He's just roaming sideline to sideline, making plays everywhere. Yeah. Just making plays one after another. I mean, when Oregon got Thibodeau, I thought, oh, okay, this guy. Big, huge difference maker because it was obvious. Then I can recruit that kid and recognize <laughs> cool. his talent. Everybody can. You don't even. You don't right. need to have put ever put your hand in the dirt to know that. But they go get a Devin Lloyd out of San Diego, and he's a brilliant football player. You want that to change, so you can have some quarterback. Charlie Brewer transfers out of Utah after three games. Shouldn't they be done with upperclassmen transfer quarterbacks? 2021 Pac-12 champ says sure, but can we at least acknowledge the reasons why they did it? Number one, Bentley, they had to get a quarterback with experience to come in with all these young quarterbacks. And two, Brewer, if Rising wasn't injured, then they wouldn't have needed to get him. I mean, it's easy to say now 
that Cam Rising is healthy, but shoulder injuries on quarterbacks are scary. They don't always work yeah, out. Yeah, but it's not it's not that singular situation. So you want them to go get a younger quarterback. Go get a quarterback, but go get a younger guy out of the portal. Because as Kyle has said, there are a gazillion guys in the portal. Or maybe you recruit somebody the year before. I talked when they when BYU signed this Finnegan kid who because he's not a grad transfer, he committed after January or July 1st, so he's ineligible this year, not that he would play anyway. And I asked him, I said, well, look at all these quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. So? Yeah. I I think he told me if I can get 10, I'd get 10 or something like that. I don't even know. Because they're going to transfer. They're going to transfer. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. and recruit some more. It's not, yeah, you look at it, they put themselves in that situation in a sense to be forced to get a good brewer. That's where I would knock on them. Have a bunch of guys there, scholarship dudes, and see where you're at. And a quarterback is a position, not that I'm certainly not a quarterback expert, I'm not an expert at anything, but it's one of these positions where you don't know. So just because a kid doesn't have this high ranking, who knows what he's going to turn into? Because they get in high school and they get a line, they get a receiver and a play, and away it goes and it draws up, and, and boom, there they are. Well, that doesn't work that way. You may have to scramble around like Cam Rising did and make some plays. The great ones, that's what they do. And so you can't necessarily tell who's going to be this or who's going to be that. You don't know that. Who knew Brian Johnson was going to be the phenomenal leader that he was and get everybody to play and and then just excel like no other in the two-minute offense. He's a short little dude, but yet, man, he he was good enough to beat Alabama and go undefeated, so it was pretty sweet. That was after he wrecked his knee and his shoulder. Right. Battled back from all that stuff. So the point I'm making is that there's quarterbacks out there. Go sign some more so you're not in that position in the first place. So, yeah, once you got into that position, I can understand you thinking Brewer is somebody we want to bring in. But then you have to wonder about these these one-and-done dudes at the end. Why are they leaving? And what's up with that? Well, to me, they weren't good enough. That is often the case, but I can see where, and maybe you talked to Kyle about this, I can see where he thought with Brewer, well, they had a coaching change. Okay, and, every, but, and everything but why fell apart. Leave? Yeah, but, but you, who cares? You're not about winning games. You're about playing. You're clearly not about winning games. You're about playing. Playing matters more than winning games. Winning games is nice. But if Utah went, if Utah wins the rest of their games this year and he was on the team, was he happy? No. It was about playing. So he knew he was going to play there. I think. I don't know Baylor's situation. We'll study them That's, in a couple was, of weeks when BYU say, comes up. I'd, I'd be able to talk a lot more about Baylor yeah. if BYU had gotten into the Big 12 a few years right. ago. Because <laughs> right. we would have all followed it closer. You know, did, yeah. And did, we will going forward. And the Sugar Bowl play them. Was the Sugar Bowl team loaded the way that U no team clue. was? I don't either. I don't know. If doesn't, they were loaded and, you know. Well, I think it does because he comes in. There's a decent chance. I mean, it makes sense, but we don't know because we don't follow it that close. That he had a good offensive line and good receiving core when he lit it well, up. Well, they two ought years to know ago. that. We don't need to know that. What it was to that's they up to them that. to know right. all that stuff. And yeah, the fact is, even he wasn't good enough, and they had to make a change. 
And it was the same offensive line in San, against San Diego State. State. Yes. Nobody changed. And yet they looked way better. That's an undeniable fact. Cam Rising can make plays yeah. out of chaos, and that made a difference. He can roll out. He can throw on the move. And he's got swag. <laughs> I've been telling you that for years. He's got swag. <laughs> he does. He does. I've been telling you that, man. He's got it. All he's got to do is put his thumb on his index finger and middle finger, and he's Johnny M. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Extreme Masker Dance Dad at Kahlo Ute. Way too long. If it's what the Utes need to bolster depth because of injury or because they're young and titled quarterbacks have left, then that's what they need to do. No, because these guys ain't coming in to bolster depth. <laughs> That's true. They're coming in to start. <laughs> yeah. The only way they'll bolster depth is they're the starter and then they get hurt. And then you can play the other guys at number two. For but they've got to go first. For lack of a better term, they're mercenaries. Yeah. They are. Well, this is, I mean, uh, Tim Lacombe was telling us, like, yeah. all his coaching friends are saying free agency is here. Yeah. Every single year. The difference in college and the pros is that the pros actually have multi year deals and you have to get to the end of it, it before you have get free agency. Yeah. And it's even worse because of, and it's on full display here with Brewer, with the uh, more generous redshirt rule, you get to play four games and still keep your redshirt. Yeah, and I'm all for it. Anything that advances the player. And I, Brewer, you got to do what you're going to help yourself. If you don't look out for number one in this world, ain't nobody else going to. You get one so, more year to play football, so even it. though the NFL thing isn't going to happen. You may have to go to South Alabama and be off the national radar, but you do get to play football. Yeah. He doesn't think that the NFL thing is ruled out. Yeah, but, it. but have it, fine. Go ahead and dream it and let somebody tell you no, because eventually you're going to be told no anyway, unless you're the chosen few. And to get back to the question about uh, Kyle, and you should have told Kyle, I think now it's pretty clear uh, – Maybe Kyle knew, but he also knew Burr was going to transfer if he didn't get a shot. And it wasn't ridiculous to start him. So give him a shot. No. I think Kyle was no. completely clear no. he was going to go. That's that's the dumbest thing you've said this morning. That's probably not true. It, it, I, 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 I meant a narrow window. Okay. So I, I didn't say like this week. I mean, I kept it as narrow as possible. Do you think the players knew and that that's why they voted Cam? He has swag. How many times I got to keep telling you this, man? You're not. You're not going to believe me at some point here. I told you this two years ago. The guy's got swag as a quarterback, man. This is something that I said. You could see it by talking to him. The other guy, not so no, much. He's bland. not at all. Totally bland. And fine, that's who you are. But you need felt some like of that been, stuff at that position. Felt like he'd been burned by the media. It always felt know. like his Zoom questions, man. He was given the shortest answer possible and wanted the shortest session possible before he left. That was not his thing. Not from the first time he was on screen. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Riley Jensen's coming up at 8 o'clock. BJ Reigns at 9 right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State. Obviously, all of us are looking at your quarterback right now, wondering how his health is and what the potential is for him to play in the upcoming weeks. Oh, he'll play. He took a tough shot. He really did. And he could have probably played, but just didn't feel like he could be very effective. And Andrew came in and did a phenomenal job, obviously, with his legs and made some big throws to help us win that thing. But I think he'll practice without a problem. He'll be sore, but would expect on game day that he's ready to go. 
completely. He's tough and he's been beat up before. I think uh, just that particular night, the back was just at a point where he just didn't feel like he could be as effective as Andrew was. And, and he told us, Coach, I, I think he's got a better chance of getting us through. I just don't think I can turn on the ball like I need to. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Football Friday is presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Final location near you at mountainland.com. Charlie Brewer transfers out of Utah after three games. Shouldn't they be done with upperclassmen transfer quarterbacks? Curtis, that's sweet and straight to the point right there. You gotta love that, as opposed to that long previous name. Oh, totally. Curtis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtis says Scally should be coached soon and should bring back Brian Johnson if possible. Brian Johnson working for the Eagles now. He's got his foot into the NFL door. So I'm walking out of the tunnel last weekend with Jalen Hurts. So what, what were we, he's going to come back and be at a coordinator? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. I, I can't imagine he'd leave the NFL to be a quarterback coach in college, maybe for a coordinator. <laughs> yeah, that would be shocking. He says Scali should be coached soon. He should bring back Brian Johnson if possible. If Brian would yeah, fix everything. I don't know that it's a big coaching issue. Think it's more recruiting, identifying the guy. They've created a niche that is really good. I actually don't think you can't say all, so we're generalizing here. Okay. I actually think, in a sense, it's funny because nationally, Whittingham is revered. <laughs> yeah. Locally, to an extent. To an extent. Don't know exactly what extent. To an extent, he's taken for granted. Yes. People think the winning is done by the letters on the on the uniform, and it's it's not. And it seems clear to me, for anybody who's a Ute fan, who's been a Ute fan for the almost 30 years you and I have been working here, uh-huh. that basketball should make that really clear. When it was Majerus with Juddy and with Donnie, it was spectacular. Don't forget Tommy Connor and Chris Jones. Tommy and Chris. <laughs> now he starts having turnover on his staff, and there's people coming and going every year. It was still pretty good, but it wasn't the same level. And then he's gone, and it's been three NCAA tournament births in 15 years. 16 years now. 15, whatever. Whatever. So it's not the letters on the chest. Like The people matter. And the big dog, the head coach, matters. But the assistants matter, too. Absolutely they do, without question. They are earning their cash when they're really good. And he had a series of really good people. But, man, there was a lot of turnover at the end. People were just coming and going. And we've talked about turnover a lot. It's a problem. So consistency matters, and it helps make you better. And I really think that development piece of the puzzle you talked about, you got to have consistency. You get a different voice every year, using different terminology, telling you to do things a different way. It's going to slow your progression. We saw it with Travis Wilson in college. We saw it with Alex Smith in the pros. It's not helpful. Consistency matters. I think it's about the development of the players because you look at what's the best season they've had in the Pac-12. Tyler Hunter's senior year. Yep. You can't argue. Resounding yes. And yeah, they, they had a great defense, and that was probably an exceptional defense in terms of NFL talents. Certainly it was. Uh, and they had, had an exceptional running back. And he was very good. Huntley was brilliant. 
And I don't think people appreciate what he did that season. He was sensational. And he'd been in the program, and I think that was Andy's first year as a coordinator, right? Uh, so he had a new voice, but yet his experience, and it, certainly Andy had a ton of experience and, and knew how to tailor an offense. And I actually think Andy was the right guy. I can remember in, uh, it was either spring ball or August training camp where we're talking about Huntley running, and I had a little one-on-one with Andy. He said, well, that won't happen. Mm. Yeah, I like, how do you know that? I, I, I sort of said it, like, you, know, you sure? You've been watching him? He said, I will call plays that will mandate that he either hand the ball off or throw the ball. And he said it in an Andy Ludwig way. Andy Ludwig in an interview is a no-nonsense guy. And he said it to me, looking, he's taller than me, looking down at me, like, this will happen, bub. <laughs> he called you Bub? No, he said it like. He implied. Oh, bub. yeah, that's implied, the way I took it. He implied Bub. This will happen, Bub. So don't you worry so then, your old little face. So we'll speaking of fine. not worrying your little face, yeah. and all the little youth faces out there, and all the little <laughs> media faces out there, uh-huh. is this a little watermark? Should people not be stressing? Cam's got swag. Oh, at one and, and two, Andy knows water, what he's doing. Water, low watermark this season. And he knows what he's doing. Bird didn't have complete buy-in. I mean, there was stuff in the body language and the voice. We didn't have a lot of interview sessions, but it was, it, it wasn't what you dream of in a quarterback. Well, he's not. A, <laughs> he wasn't a Ute. Uh, right, exactly. So now you got a guy with swag. You got a guy calling plays. He knows what he's doing. Is it he's about been to the program get, three years? Is it about to get a lot better? Cam has been. Cam's invested in the program. He's been I believe it is. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe it is. I think in terms of this season, yes, I think they've bottomed out. I don't think they're going to go eight and one or nine and zero, but I think to a good extent that they've bottomed out, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Now, if they lose Saturday, wow, man, that's a major, major blow. And then we'll at least we won't have to hear. Yeah, we're zero and zero. I'm sick of that already. Uh, but it is a fresh start. You did text me that. That was hilarious. I enjoyed getting that text. <laughs> and thanks for the update. I don't follow it closely. Did you know the Utes are zero zero conference? No I mean, idea. we've been hearing it uh, left and right all week. And fine. And it's funny because you are zero and zero, and now you've got a new start with a new quarterback. So it. To, it's really weird. I don't know that I've ever experienced this, but it seems like this is the beginning of the season, even though they've played three games. It, and and every team that loses, and even if they go 3-0, and they look at it, well, okay, don't get cocky and think and roll that because it's 0-0. Zero and zero. So there's two ways you can approach the 0-0. Zero and zero. We sucked, so we're 0-0. Zero and zero. Hey, we, we're 3-0, and oh, big deal. We haven't done anything. We're 0-0. Zero and zero. So, but this has a little extra unusual flair because I can't recall anything happening like this to where the starter for the three games quits and you bring in the new dude right at the time. So it's weird in a sense. I'm really intrigued. Now, fortunately for them, they don't have a big-time uh, overwhelming opponent where they have to play an A-plus game to win. I don't think that's going to be the case. Right, but a win also isn't going to satisfy what the fan base wants. Yeah, it's but like, I great, mean, you so beat the bottom but half. But you're 1-0. You beat the bottom half. And then the you got a week to regroup, and yes. then you got to see. So sure, the you don't The buy have, really does come at a good time. Uh, <laughs> For once, no, it's I actually true. It does. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't, because if they if Cam plays well, then he would have played well in the second half and then played well. You want to keep going, and now you have to stall. You can play those psychological games all you want on that crap. 
but I'm excited to see what he can do, knowing that he's the starter the whole week and blah, blah, blah. And this is only the second time this has happened. It happened at SC last year. SC had played a game or two, and you'd been battling just to get out on the field. So I can't really judge you on that uh, last season. But now this is a real thing. It's real football, real preparation. So I'm excited for this game Saturday to see what this young man can do. And I hope he kicks butt, because I've been saying for weeks, and who else, Yach? Dylan Colley said, what the crap were they thinking? He should have been starting from day one. Didn't he say that yesterday? Maybe not in those words, but when Colley's speak, His, those are those words, even if they're not the words. The essence of what he said, yes. Yeah. Why didn't you start him? Yeah. He thought it was obvious in spring ball off what he'd seen on social media that the youths were putting out. Yes. Somebody hired Colley. He knows what he's talking about. I don't know what he's doing, but get him in there. I'm surprised none of those colleagues have gotten into big-time coaching, as so, competitive as they are. So when I say it, it's ridiculous, but what? when Colley says it, it's true. What? You should have told Kyle. Colley should have told Kyle. Yeah, but you were just mocking me. Oh, That's all you were doing. I mean, all right, Riley on. Jetson, our college football insider, is coming up next. B.J. Reigns, Boise State B-Rider for the Idaho Press Tribune. Big game for the Aggies Saturday morning. He's at 9.05. Stay with us.